You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Let's have a little chat about what to do when um, you don't like your kid, when they just feel like you're rubbing sandpaper against your bare skin. Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you, mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful and taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. I am sure that there are some of you who have set goals for 2023 here about having better relationships with your spouse or your kids or someone in your family. And maybe now as we're into the second week of the year, as you're working on those goals and trying to make your relationships better, they're not responding how you want to, or you're just feeling like, like they're sandpaper against your bare skin, right? They're just rubbing and it's abrasive and it's just like, ah, or maybe that's why you set the goals in the first place to work on your relationship was to, because they were already feeling like sandpaper. I just want to say you're not alone. When, when I set goals about relationships, it's usually because somewhere I'm feeling disconnected or fractured or, or separated from someone I love and I want to be closer to them. Because the love deeply is to no heartbreak. To love deeply is to let your heart break and be okay with that. And when you're parenting, boy, there are zero ways for your kid to be perfect and zero ways for you to be perfect, but a million ways for both of you to be good enough and full of love and connected with each other. There are a million ways how you can pause and turn towards each other. But if you're concentrating on how icky the relationship feels or how much someone is annoying you and how you just wish they would get better, then you've closed your heart off to love. And the first step you need to do before you invite your kid to have like quality time with you or go spend a million dollars getting their favorite food and watching movies with them or whatever or going on a long hike, whatever it is, you need to sit down with a piece of paper and remind yourself all the reasons why you love them. In fact, I suggest <laughs> that you sit down and try to make a list of at least 25 things. So 25 is kind of this magical number for me every time I try to do this. Usually when I sit down initially, 25 seems doable, but... um. But I have to start reaching for ideas. And then by the time I get to 25, I can usually think of like at least 25 to 50 more reasons. Like it starts becoming easy. 
it, it's unlocked. Okay. And after I stop writing this list, <laughs> I feel different. And, and that's the only part of the relationship I'm in charge of anyways, is how I'm feeling towards that person and how my feelings then impact, um, my actions. So my thoughts help make the list, which generates a different feeling inside of me. And then my feelings change the type of actions I want to do, which then leads to different thoughts, which leads to different feelings. Okay. So as this goes about, while I'm annoyed with my kid, it's important to remember that they don't feel my feelings, <laughs> that they are a separate person with their own feelings. So whatever the challenges you're going through, maybe it's sleeping through the night or potty training or school issues or sibling rivalry or mean girls or energetic kids that mismatch your energy levels, whatever it is, whatever you're feeling in response to your kids' actions are only felt by you. They don't know how you're feeling. You're not like giving them that feeling too. Like only you get that. So if I don't want to be trapped in the sandpaper feeling, it's up to me to change the thoughts about what my kid is doing um, so I can have different feelings. So another phrase I like to remember when I'm having sandpaper thoughts is they are only X years old. Like I am only 41 here. It's taken me a long time to practice these skills of being human, but my child is only 10 or my child is only three. Like, wow, it takes a lot of work to practice being human. And they're only three years old. Or, wow, I wonder how old I was when I learned that skill. Am I expecting too much? Or am I expecting too little? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm helping too much. Maybe I'm not helping enough. But if you just pause and take a step back, you'll start to notice your thoughts about your situation and how your thoughts then trigger your feelings. Okay? I know that you are exactly the right mom for your kids, no matter <laughs> what situation you're in, right? Of course, your child is going to challenge you. Of course they are. They are your greatest personal development course, and it's amazing. Think of all the learning you have done since you found out you were their mom. Think of all the learning you have done from their how to like do diapers quickly, how to right convince a kid to brush their teeth, all the learning you've done, um, child development, just tons of things. Rules about sports and games you had never played in your life voice characters, all the learning about fan fiction and fandoms and Thomas the Train, whatever it is, Daniel Tiger, you have done so much learning as a mom, but you've also done so much unlearning. And that's where today's challenging you with, okay? You've also unlearned things 
as a mom. And that's really amazing, too. You've had to unlearn maybe how your family of origin responded to you, and then you chose a different way. Maybe you had to unlearn how to ask questions because the one kid wasn't responding to you in the way you did. Maybe you had a second kid and you had to unlearn parenting strategies that worked for your first kid because they weren't working for your second. Maybe you moved and you had to unlearn certain things that were culturally okay there, but aren't culturally okay where you are now. (sighs) There's so much. I want to give you a hug. In fact... Okay, so you're, I've challenged you to write a list of 25 things you love about the person that feels like sandpaper to you, a kid or a spouse or someone else. It, it can work for anybody. I also know that when I get stuck in these sandpaper moments, sometimes it's because I am not taking care of myself well. I'm not letting myself be visible to myself, which is why this podcast episode consistently and continually, continuously ends with self-care ideas. Because you matter. And it's really easy to get lost in all of the caretaking tasks, right? If you haven't listened to the episode we did with Casey Davis, you should go back and find that one. Because she talks about caretaking tasks and how they're separate from motherhood. Okay? But as the dependable adult in the house, sometimes all of those tasks roll up so much that I forget of things that I want to daydream about. I forget about the good things of myself that I really like. So I want to end this idea of how to deal with the sandpaper person by also taking out a photo maybe of your childhood you and writing a list of 25 things that you've liked about yourself for forever. Maybe it's your creativity. Maybe it's your love of spicy food. Maybe it's your laughter, your curiosity, whatever it is, your awesome way that you can do a backflip. Seriously, the list is endless, right? But write 25 things about yourself too. It it really... It really will help. I hope that this year you walk away knowing that you are a good enough mom for your kids and not only a good enough mom, but exactly the right mom for your kids. And I'm here to remind you that every single week. For your family fun idea this week, I would love for you to get some balloons out. We haven't done this one in a while. And um, play some sort of games with balloons, okay? Just the normal, crazy, you know, colorful, blow up with your own air balloons. You can play balloon bop. You could do balloon obstacle races. I will link some different things into the show notes. But play with balloons. This is great if it's warm weather where you are or cold weather where it like I am. Balloons move together as a family. Value doing together. Take action together. And then for your self-care, yes, of course, I want you to write the 25 list of why you love your sandpaper person. And then 25 list of why you love yourself. 
But then also, I really would like you to go do um, a mobility workout on YouTube because I'm finding the more I do functional movement and do like not just yoga or stretching, but like, look, I'm going to link to it for you, but come home to yourself. Let your body feel good. And of course, do not do a mobility workout without your doctor's advice. I am not a physician or a physical trainer or anything like that, but try it out. See what feels good to you. Listen to your body. You know your needs, but come home to yourself. Okay, let's inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. I am so glad you are here on Earth. Let's keep calm and mother on together. And don't forget to find me on Instagram and sign up for the email list. And if you want to, I'm offering 45-minute discovery calls if you're interested in coaching in 2023. I really hope you have a good enough day. Bye, everyone. Bye.